0: So as we have been progressing, you know, as we've been dealing with a lot of these stay at home orders because of COVID nineteen, a lot of people of course is tired of staying at home. People want to go out and do different things. People want life to go back to normal. And trust me, I want life to go back to normal. If anybody do, I do. I want my daughter to go back to school because today, you know, she was doing her, you know, class work, you know, with her teacher um online. And that's cool and all, but my daughter, a lot of times will get fidgety and she wants to move around and versus when she's in school, in class and in that setting, she's not doing that. Then, you know, you know, people just wanted to, you know, want on travel, uh, you know, want that to open back up, you know, there's trips I want to do. So trust me, if anybody want things to open back up and get back to normal, it is me, but I don't want things. To go back to normal at the expense of others or the expense of myself or whatever else that is someone else outside of you at the time period. See what the media has done, and it's amazing how the media in this country can change the minds of people. Let's track back a little bit when the coronavirus started hitting and how the media, of course, was doing a lot of fear mongering. Yes, you take the virus seriously. Yes, you do what you're supposed to do to protect yourself, but the media made sure to fear monger, okay? So as long as they was reporting it evenly, we didn't have all these stay at home uh, protest people now that's coming out. We're gonna definitely get into that. So when someone in the media made a conscious decision and they did it all in one fell swoop, they say, you know what? We need to start talking about black people. We need to start saying that they disproportionately affected by um, coronavirus more than any other group. Now, I said this in the video, and I'm saying it here in this podcast, in the video, I stated when it comes to white America, as long as something is affecting the Negroes and they're not affecting them, they say, "Okay, I'm cool. Shoot. That's affecting the Negroes. If it's not affecting us, then I'm going to go back to doing what I have to do. So then they put out, you know, different figures and they show by percentages, oh, see black people, they affect us more than, than anybody else. Those percentages are always very deceptive. They're very deceptive because it's a lesser amount of black people than there are white people in this country. So if you look at a lower number for white people and a higher number for black people, of course, black people's numbers is going to be higher on a lot of things because it's less black people in this country versus white people. It's not measure of the same It's not now. That's why I like to look at raw numbers. Say, no, give me the raw numbers. Don't give me percentages. Don't give me per capita. Give me the actual raw numbers. If it's 45,000 and it's, you know, 25,000 or no, give me the numbers that way we could really see and quantify what's going on. Cause percentages can be, uh, misinterpreted, um, per capita and all that definitely could be misinterpreted. So, we want to get the raw numbers at all times. So they started to say that all oh, black people are disproportionately affected. All oh, black people's health. All oh, black people, you know, pre existing conditions. Black people have suffered with pre existing conditions for a long time in this country because what? Diet, food deserts. We don't have whole foods in a black neighborhood. We don't have what's the other store? Sprouts. We don't have that in black neighborhoods. What do we have? chicken shacks? What do we have? Chinese restaurants. You know, what do we have? Just uh, fast food joints. They don't have good produce and good things. And then the, also the lack of it, food education that we have received as black people have affected us. And then the way that we eat, which in turn we eat basic garbage and you put garbage in your body, your body's not going to respond too well to the garbage that we're putting in it. So that's a big problem cause of our conditions because even when I had conducted an interview, um, with, you know, a shout out to her, Dr. Chi And she said that since on the continent of Africa, how they eat a lot different than we eat. And so they don't have some of the problems that we have here in America. Uh, being here in Babylon is a detriment to our health, to our, um, economics is it could be a detriment to our, just uh, mentality, our psyche its just so much that's put on us as black people and racism causes stress and, you know, stress <laughs> definitely affects your health as well. So when they put this out here that always oh, affecting black people, notice it wasn't long before they start coming out with these protests of saying, "all oh, in the, in the shutdowns, you know, and then many of you have seen the videos and the pictures they come out, <laughs> They come out talking about that in the lockdown, and they're bringing guns, AR15s. They're bringing shotguns, they're bringing pistols, they're bringing magazines. They're bringing, you know, everything you could think of. Well, and I'm sitting there thinking, how are they going to shoot the coronavirus? How are you bringing a gun to a virus fight? How is it that you're gonna go in an area with a bunch of people you do not know, show up all at one time? You don't know if they have the coronavirus. Some people could be asymptomatic. Some people could be just starting the signs of coronavirus. You don't know, and you bunch in with these people to go at the governors and whoever else and say, end the lockdown. The reason why they didn't want to end the lockdown just willy-nilly is because of what? You don't have a treatment. It's not like when you get the flu, we have treatments for that. You get the common cold, it's a treatment for that. You understand? If you have allergies, it's treatments for that. It, you need treatments. That's what the th- thing is. So you would have a higher probability to get through that, just like people get through. And you know, people say, well, people die of flu, and people die of this, and people die of that. Yes, and the flu can be contagious. Yes, but not as contagious as the coronavirus is. Okay, and when I talk to many people that's in the healthcare industry, doctors, nurses, etc., people that's my family, people that you know I know who are friends of the family, people I know just through what we do, and I ask everybody's different questions so I can be educated, so I can definitely present the right thing. I don't want to be out here telling you oh, a coronavirus is a hoax. And that wouldn't be responsible for me to be putting out here like that to you. So I'm not going to do that. If I say one thing a month or two before and I get some education and I change that, that's what I am supposed to do. You don't supposed to stand on things. If you've been educated on something, I don't stand on some things I said last year versus today because I've been, had more education. I don't stand on some things I said five years ago because I've been more educated. You are supposed, as a human being, you're supposed to grow and learn. Now, some things you could do that you can't walk back, but when it comes to education and most of us aren't educated in the area of the health and wellness, so then we need to learn, right? So as we continue to look at these people, I titled this Spore Brats Bring Guns to a Virus Fight. We haven't been locked down for three months, six months. We haven't. I understand it's hard not having, you know, a job and dealing with issues. I understand, but you say the people that that would disagree because now you got black folks coming in saying, Oh, well, Phil, uh, you know, man, you, you know, you're not getting it. You know, this is a, this is a big government conspiracy. You ain't getting it. And I thought I'm disappointed. You know, disappointed in what? What are you disappointed on? What? Because I don't agree with you? Listen, there's a lot of times you're not going to agree with me, and I'm not going to even agree with you. We don't need to have group thoughts. And in my position, I have to be very careful in what I say more than others. See, you can say whatever you want, and there's no consequences for you. But for me, it's a consequence if I put out the wrong thing, especially the size of the platform that we have. So yes, I have to look into some things. Yes. I have to look medical. Yes. I can't allow certain things, even though I feel maybe it's a point to it to go across my platform, because at the end of the day, I don't want to have the answer to that. You know, in many ways, you know, certain things you say and people are getting harmed behind it. They say something medical, we are keeping it to medical. And they say, Oh, I got this information from Phil and his platform. Well, shoot. Didn't then, then when the person died, then they're going to try to hit me with a lawsuit. You understand what I'm saying? So forget that. You can go on your page, your podcast, whatever you want to say, and and rattle off whatever you think you need to rattle off. Go ahead. Then I had people telling me, you know, oh, you know, stand in the house, you know, you just listening to what the government saying. Listen to what I'm telling them. Well, go ahead and go outside, man, woman. Go ahead. Go do your thing. Go to the beach with them. Do whatever you want to do. I'm not stopping you. I just know what I'm going to do. On a good day, I social distance from people. I don't fool with people, never have. Unless I know you, I'm going to an event or like maybe going to the gym or different things that I'm doing. But I I don't be in people's face like that. I'm also trying to work and get myself established so I can have more time, you know, Lord bless. He let me see that, you know, see those years down the line. And so I don't have to keep working so hard. I'm tired of working hard. I'm tired of hustling. Sometimes I just want to lay back and let somebody else do it. I'm slowly getting to that point, but I'm nowhere near it where I can just not even fool with anything. So I won't allow nothing or no one to mess up what I got going on. No, that's not happening. Now, this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I call them spoiled brats because you're sitting in a home with lights on, you don't have food shortage just like what's going on in South Africa right now. You got internet, you got all, watch all the movies you want on streaming services. You know, you, I know some people though, they mad, they sitting at home with their children. Okay. Some of them mad is sitting home with their wife or their husband. There's been calls of domestic violence been going through the roof. Now that's been happening. You're tired of trying to teach your kids. You're tired of seeing your kids. You can't go to drink your sorrows away and you can, but you don't want to do it at the house. You, you cause you can go to the liquor stores and buy some liquor and take it back home. They didn't shut you off from the liquor, but you want to get out. You want to get away. You want to, some people want to, you know, spend that stimulus check they got in their pocket. All these different things have been going on and happening. Okay. But they saying that open up the country, I got to get to work, X,Y,Z, at the expense of the health of others. They don't care. See, what could possibly happen is a major second wave of this, and then they will have to reshut down again. and all oh, of their reshut down again. they really gonna be mad. But you're bringing all them guns out there. Well, who are you bringing the guns for? See the thi- this is the thing. And I tell you guys, we live in a white supremacist f- country. If there were black men coming out there just like that with a bunch of AR-15s, masks, I mean, these black men looking no different than than them, okay? No different. Do you think they would sit up there and not do anything? They would have called in a National Guard all over this country. They've been rounding black folks up. But see, in this country, what you saw on display with all these spoiled brats heading out there is that I'm white. I don't have to follow the laws like black people have to follow the laws. I can do whatever the hell I want to do. And you're not going to tell me that. As a matter of fact, I dare you to tell me something. Please. I wish you would tell me something. Try to come over here and arrest me if you want to. Go ahead and try it. You understand? See, that's the attitude. And that attitude right there is what, what the scriptures teach. Pride goes before a fall because they're prideful. They're disobedient. They're wicked and rebellious generation of people. That's who they are, and, and and when it comes to us as black folks, and when I say, and I always would say, hey, you need to think. You need to use wisdom. You don't get on a temper tantrum. You don't move in emotion like these people are. They move it in emotion. Okay, they try to come and and, and you know flaunt who they are and, and flaunt like they're better than other people. And you saw in one fell swoop, in a short month, it is shown that everything you have been saying about how you so much better than other people, that you're the smartest, that you got the best this and best that, and the whole world is watching you right now, can't deal with the coronavirus, call it what it is. Healthcare professionals don't even have the right equipment because you set up there, you say you're so smart and shipped all the jobs to China, shipped all the manufacturing to China, and now you're begging China to send supplies and they like, man, F y'all. I ain't sending you nothing. You, you got to, to kiss my butt to get things out of us. You understand? That's these so-called high IQ people. That's what they done. You same high IQ people bringing guns out to, to fight a virus. Now, some of gonna say, they ain't bringing out for that reason. They brought out just in case somebody trying to mess with them. Look, the virus is the problem. It wasn't the, the law enforcement. It was not the governor. It's the virus, okay? Once again, if the virus was passing around them during those protests, it was just getting them. It was getting all of them. And like I said, I'm going to monitor the news. I'm going to see if some of them got infected with the coronavirus. Because last time at the beach, when they went out there, it happened. And the only reason the numbers start coming down is because people were staying, you know, inside, practicing their social distancing, etc. That's why the numbers came down. That's the reason why they did that. Okay. So your healthcare system won't be overwhelmed like it was in Italy. Okay. And unfortunately as black people, we live in America. We are around these people that get so sickly and then it, it gets passed on to us. So then we have to deal with that. Understand? Because on the African continent, they're not dealing with this issue. They're not, but on the African continent, they're not living with a group of people who are spoiled brats. They're not living with a group of people who, you know, get sickly, you know, very easily more than others. They're not, they're not doing that. You know, and the place that they do have the most coronavirus is South Africa. And who has a big population in South Africa, at least two million people? Um, it would be the what they call themselves the Afrikaners. You know who I'm talking about? Them folks. That's why they have more cases there, but anywhere else outside of South Africa, the cases are far and few in between. They're not exploding all over the African continent. And I know they want it to. They want the Africans to be wiped out. Oh, they they are sinister and evil. They're sinister and evil, but here in this country, I, I want to see how these spar brats going to continue to act and do the things that they're doing and crying and getting upset and getting mad and demanding certain things. Listen, as I stated before, I want the country open. I won't travel back going. Trust me, cause I need to get myself back to the African continent. Okay. That is my place of refuge. That's my place of, of spiritual healing. That's my place of of contentment. And I'm working diligently trying to get myself set up where I can be there. Okay. But until then, I got to work on some things while I'm here and we got to make sure to duck and dodge what we got to deal with here. So when these people go out and rush to the restaurants and rush here and rush there, I'm like, man, I'm good. I'm good for a little bit. And I got a food review channel. I need to just get out there and do food reviews, but I'm still not going to rush right back out there and, and, and jump in these restaurants with these people. And I don't know who got what, I don't know. So let's see what these people are going to do. Let's just see, because this development is just, they they're constantly doing this all over the country. It's well organized. There are people behind the scenes with deep pockets supporting them. And the killing part about it was those people are so dumb, they are so silly. I also saw a story that the rich people are flying to New Zealand. A lot of them, the billionaires. And what they're doing is they stand in bunkers. These bunkers cost $3 million. They're like 11 feet underneath the ground and they can fit 22 people. I mean, they could live underneath the ground in New Zealand. The whole world could be falling apart and they good. They good. And then unless an earthquake happen. You know, then they, then they, they're not going to uh, make it, but they still have bunkers. You understand? They don't have to come out of them. They, they have, you know, years worth of food in it to survive. You see, see, that's, that's the way these people roll. When those same people, while they in, in their bunker in New Zealand, they'll pay these fools over here to be out there in the streets bringing guns to a virus fight. Cause they, they know they, they don't really have much common sense they know they, 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 act slow. A lot of them, they know that. And I say you act slow because you're acting that way when they're telling you, you still have a virus, a pandemic going on. We don't have a treatment. We don't have a cure. We don't have anything yet. And you still gonna go out there anyway. I mean, that's just, that's like trying to drive a car down a, a, a high speed highway, with your eyes closed. Yeah, sure. You may be staying in your lane for a long while but it's a higher probability that you're going to have a major crash. Cause you can't see where you're going. You just driving, but that's what these people are doing. I'm not doing that. And if you kind of person you want to go do, do you, I'm not stopping you. I won't stop you at all. But to the people who actually think a little bit and into the people that's going to use wisdom for the people going to say, okay, you got it open. This, let, this, let me, let me look a little bit. Let me, let me back off about a month or two and just see if y'all be all right. Cause trust me, there's some, listen, the summer haven't even got started. We are in April, man. Listen, I could chill my nerves because really, I have plans to take my little girl somewhere. I, mean, I don't want to say it because she hear it in July. I'm pretty sure everything will be back open in July. I could do something in August, I can do something in September, October. It don't matter why I do it, you understand? So, man, I am good. You know, in October, supposed to be my trip, well, September and October. We don't know what's going to happen in September, but definitely October. So as long as they get it open before the internet, I am good. I can chill. I can do my thing. I don't go to nightclubs like that. So I ain't missing nothing. I don't do happy hour for what? That's a waste of money and time. So I'm not missing anything. That's why it's very easy for me to do this, you know, but Hey, let's, let's see, let's see exactly what happens. Ladies and gentlemen, but you know, we'll check this out. We keep, you know, checking out our uh, channels, uh, African Diaspora News channel on YouTube, African Diaspora News Insider is our second channel. And also make sure you check out our entertainment news channel, The Philip Scott Show, all on YouTube. Make sure you check all that out, subscribe. But we're going to keep on um, getting and in, looking into this story because the Spaw Brats are acting a fool. Thank you for listening to the Philip Scott audio experience. I hope you. Learn something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Stop binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment, you eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.